Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. Welcome to Slasher Radio and Happy Halloween. I'm Bones, joined with Cat and Rob, as always. What's going on, guys? Good evening. And all that stuff. Rob Harcourt. What do we have? We just started. Wow. I didn't even say how I was doing yet. All right. Nobody cares. (laughs) I I didn't plan this, I just felt it. (laughs) Oh. Peek behind the scenes, as you guys are about to listen to oh. shortly. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody listening. Rob fell asleep. <laughs> during, he slept through an interview with one of the hottest people in the world right now. I didn't sleep through the interview. I got there. Late as fuck. <laughs> oh, I was super late. Yeah, that's that's not a lie. Yeah, I was super late. I got up today, and I slept in today, too. That's the weird thing. Like, I slept until, like, 1 o'clock. Damn. All right? And the interview was at, what, 3 Three, yeah. Yeah. So I, I get up at like one, and then uh, I wasn't doing anything. I was just kind of chilling in bed, you know. I was looking at my phone and stuff. And then the next thing I know, it was three <laughs> fifteen. So really, I guess I kind of didn't wake up at one o'clock. I kind of just slept until three <laughs> fifteen. Yeah. Unbelievable. And um, people who are a member of the Slash Slashion, the new website. We imagine how much money we could make with our own service. Yeah, we can't even get people to sign up to us on someone <laughs> else's service. Uh, if you're a member of the Slash Radio Patreon, you heard this last week. It was in our Easter egg content. But uh, yeah, I do listen to you guys complain about me when, I, when I'm five <laughs> minutes late, ten minutes late. And, and Rob just sleeps through a whole interview. Yeah. Not the whole interview. I got in there to ask the important questions. <laughs> An important question. Mm-hmm, which you will hear later. I, I completely <laughs> forgot you did that. I'm mad at you. The, That's the, another hardcore. The <laughs> absolute most important thing. The question everybody, I think that was on everybody's mind. I was able to ask. I was proud of that. 
Yeah, you guys will hear that shortly. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Here we are. You're getting an episode early this week because uh, this hopefully was coming out on Halloween. I think we did it big this time, guys. We did. This is a big episode. We brought you a very special episode. Extremely special. Two guests from the hottest movie in the world, the hottest movie in a while, let's be honest, Terrifier 2. The two stars, Lauren Lavera, uh, Sienna in the film, and David Howard Thornton, Art the fucking Clown. We did it, guys. We did. Believe it or not. Yeah. We actually delivered something. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We did. Uh, This is... I, I love these two guys, these two people. These they were great guests. Lauren was super fun. David, that was probably the most fun I've had in an interview ever. And we've had some pretty cool people on this show. He's kind of mean to me. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. You were late. <laughs> it's fashionably late. <laughs> Unbelievable. But uh we'll get into that show. We do have a couple of things to get to. Uh this is an episode after all. Uh no news segment this week. We do have a voicemail and uh cat say it <laughs> and i guess we got to get to the gabagooly mystery corner <laughs> yes we got the gabagooly mystery corner we got cat's uh birthday pick reveal you want to get to that now cat or yeah all right explain to people what this is cat if it's their first time listening this is uh for those of you who are joining us for the first time uh this is where anonymous listeners send in appreciation for mikey's italian heritage they, they make for they send me memes attacking me for being italian uh, yeah short. we get italian memes <laughs> we we are the we are i think the only podcast that stops everything that we're doing in yeah. the middle of a recording <laughs> to appreciate the care the heritage of one of our our co-hosts we're inclusive around here they make yeah. fun of me they mock me this is a running joke that has gone way too far and it yeah these things are presented to me just to see my reaction <laughs> in the middle of of the, like could you imagine everybody listening? the listeners want it i everybody listen to this right now imagine you might be listening to this at work you know imagine someone just coming up to you stopping your fucking day <laughs> to ridicule you for your nationality just think about that for a second that's what i put up with you it's a celebration I'm french we get made fun of all the time this is fine <laughs> but we don't do it to you on the show <laughs> that's because everyone knows i wouldn't care if we did it to me on this show <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Are you ready for the first one? I have two pictures today. One well, two. Oh. Yeah, there's two today. It's, it's a like Halloween. It's a Halloween special. Um, yeah. You did not call it an extravaganza. It's a Halloween extravaganza. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. All right. First one is incoming. Let's see here. I, I like to wait to see Rob's reaction. All right. All right. All right. This is a good one, but it's kind of been done before already. Yeah, th- it's yeah. why I chose the second one for this okay. week. Uh, yeah. This one is more current. Yeah, this would have been it a plays much, off of current trends. This but, would have been a much bigger reaction had we not already had one very similar to it. But last, but I wanted to get it out of the way. Also, like even though it's back to back because mm-hmm. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes makes sense. It makes total know. sense. Why am I being punished by having to see two of these? Because these these schmucks who are submitting <laughs> these anonymously. It can't do a like it's not my fault they can't send in a funny one. I gotta see two <laughs> of them because of that. Oh, it's not that it's not funny, it's just there's some repetition. They don't yeah, you know But that's not my fault. Is they, they don't coordinate. Break out the mm-hmm. tees and put the baseballs on them for them. Why not? Why don't you? 
Did you look at it yet? Yeah, I looked at it. It's, All right. it, it's, it's I, these spirit Halloween costume memes that are going around. If somebody put <laughs> someone in a meat sheet and it's the gobble meat ghost. Okay, how very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which is very similar to the one we just had. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it doesn't get such a big reaction. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just that we just had one. It is similar, uh, mm-hmm. but I wanted to get it out of the way for Halloween. Uh, and it's, it's topical with the spirit Halloween meme. Yeah, the spirit Halloween. Although, I gotta, can we talk about that for just one second? Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of the spirit Halloween memes, guys. Uh, Me too. Yeah. It was bit. the first few were funny and kind of over it at this point. But, I mean, hopefully they'll be going away on their own in, in just a couple days here. Yeah, yeah. Um, And here's the other one, just for a little bit of Halloween variety. All right. <laughs> now that one's good. I like this one. Yeah. All these go up on the Patreon for. <laughs> oh, we gotta laugh. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we can con- we can conclude the entire segment now, I think, because we got you to laugh at one of them. All right. You know what? Since it's Halloween, I'm going to be honest. That, that was kind of funny. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Uh, it's <laughs> these people are so fucking stupid. I can't believe it. It's it's a meme. It's it's a the old capiche hand. I don't know what the, I don't never know what to call it. You know, the capiche. And it's going up out of the water. And it said, a rare photo of the Italian Loch Ness Monster, 1934. That's funny. That's good. I like that. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. That was funny. All right. And that concludes this celebration of Mikey's Italian heritage on this uh, Halloween extravaganza. We're not celebrating anything. We're celebrating you. I'm being attacked. We're lifting you up, Mikey. Unbelievable. Not gonna lie, that one was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, all right, so we do have a voicemail to get to. Oh no. What's the matter? I always get nervous when we have a voice. Is it Greg? It's not Greg. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, then it's fine. He's <laughs> got you punchy over there. He does, he does. Greg, yeah. A little little PTSD from some of his voicemails, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, do you need oh. me to send you more Italian me? <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> well, you can call the show too. If you want to call the show, you have vo- you can leave a voicemail. You trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. We will play it and discuss it like you're about to hear now. Uh, the number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. Anything horror related, show related. Uh, here we go. Hey, Mikey, it's your girl, Amber, the infamous Amber. What's up, guys? Hey, Kat. Hey, Rob. Much love, all of you. Okay, I just got done listening to your verses. And first off, I'm highly disappointed with this. I I have watched it quite a few times. I've watched it only five this time. I was up to 50 on kills. But it's like really, I I I get what they did as a Halloween movie. It's great, but as a Halloween movie, no. 
No. And yeah, I get it. Michael's in it, but he's not in it enough. You gave me this ultimate killing machine in kills to living in the sewer, probably eating rats, getting a kill here and there because of all the missing poster signs and all that throughout the town. But it's like, then you give me this. You get beat up by a bullied kid. That's just not right. It it really isn't in my eyes. But anyhow, also, you know, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I really and truly did. I just wanted Michael back. This this killing machine that took on a town that, that damn near beat him to death, but he wound up taking it out. You know, he burnt it all down. But anyhow, yeah, I'm I'm disappointed. And when it comes to art, the shooting mime, <clears throat> yeah, no. My opinion on him, you will not like. I just, it's not for me. It it never will be. I love his aesthetics. I love his look. But what they've done with us is just like, no, no. This is just a put your name out there and make money and do stupid shit. And that's just, no, I'll never be a terrifier. I will watch it with Greg. We are talking about watching it soon. Uh, But just so you know, Michael never used a gun. You guys have a great time. Love the show. Love you guys. Miss you guys. Can't wait to hang. I think that makes, like, it's a fair complaint, I think. Uh, David Howard (laughs) may agree. And, uh, no, I think it's, I think it's fair. We, I don't even mind, because I really like the scene. You know, I, I really like the end but i do wish that the story had revolved more around again because it is the finale you know that's kind of it's not what we got but i think it was a realistic expectation to have i'm gonna let you go rob if you want here's the thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) there it is here's the thing of course he's gonna be beat up and hurt the man took a ass whooping from the entire town Right. And then like his adrenaline, he rose up and he killed all those people. Right. And then he kills Lori's daughter. But then he's got to hide. He's got open festering wounds in a sewer for four years. Of course, he's going to be weak. He's got infections. He's got infections. Nobody cares about that, though, man. He's Michael Myers. I'm just saying that's it makes sense to me. Um, I did hear one one uh, really valid complaint, and I would give credit to whoever said it if I remember who said it, but I don't. Oh. This is not my original idea, but uh, I thought this was a, a really uh, something worth uh, pointing out that, uh, you know, all throughout Halloween Kills, we hear about how he stood and looked out the window, right? Mm-hmm. They mentioned it at, like the beginning, and then in the end, uh, he kills that one guy who's just looking out the window, and then uh, it, at the end... Uh, you've got Lori's daughter who's standing there staring out the window and then he kills her and we sort of end on him standing there staring out the window, right? 
Mm-hmm. So then uh, when when Halloween ends start, like immediately, they're just like, oh, we tore that fucking house down. And there's never any real explanation about why he's standing there staring out the window. That yeah. really bothered me. Yeah. I, I didn't. <laughs> not the thing with the window. Not no, like my complaint never got that specific. But I do think because one of my like biggest concerns going into Halloween ends was because they had that whole arc where it's like he's not after Lori he just wants to go home and I was like okay and then you know Halloween ends start and it's like don't worry about this house different house new house that one's gone forget about it and Michael just fucking forgot about it and I was like oh okay (laughs) that's fine he makes makes his house in the sewer now so it did kind of make Halloween uh, kills worse for me retroactively because it was like it was one of those hit or miss kind of plot points where it's like, you know, a lot of people really like the connection that Michael and Lori have, you know, this just like fight to the death thing. And then Halloween kills was like, it's not fucking about that. And mm-hmm. I think it could have gone either way, but then they just didn't address it again. And it's like, huh. Yeah, well, I think that the, the throughout the trilogy, that hasn't really been a thing. I mean, he only shows up at her house in 2018 because the doctor takes him there. Yeah. Uh, he's not looking for Lori. He doesn't care. And in Kills, he's not coming for her at all. Um, that and don't then, bother you guys. And then in Ends, all. he only ends up at her house because he wants his mask back. You guys don't see anything wrong with that. No, no. I do. That's that's my complaint. I don't, what, what, the fact that he's not after Lori specifically? Yeah. No, I don't. A I don't. little bit. I think that Absolutely. helps make it, again, makes it sort of scarier. I think it would make it scarier if it was like from Lori's because, you know, if it's just the story of Lori's journey into psychosis because people keep bringing a serial killer to her. Like, I think that would be one thing, but they didn't really tap into that either. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, you, um, you know, and it also, I think, makes Lori's character in 2018 much uh, almost sadder. Right. Like she spent her yeah. whole life. She's fucked her entire life up. She but I don't lost want her Lori daughter sad. <laughs> and everything, and she's just living like some crazy person, all locked up, worried that this serial killer's coming for her. This guy don't give a fuck. I he think has that's no, worse. he has zero interest in her. I think that's a lot worse for Lori. I want to see her be vindicated, and that's not really what I got. Well, we do see her vindicated in the end. She kills him. She kills him, but he's still Spoilers. not after her. <laughs> but it's Robin. I mean, spoilers for you know. Uh, yeah. it. It's been on Peacock. You've been able to watch Halloween ends. Fuck you if you haven't watched it by now. That's true. But Rob, you would have a point if we didn't have however many years of a story with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode that we love. Yeah, but all that's been tossed out. That was the whole point <laughs> of 2018. A, no, that's the point. Don't you you can't you can't how are you gonna throw out something that important? You can because it works for me. Uh, are you so so you don't like any of the new trilogy? That's not no, I didn't say that. I like 18. I thought Kills was cool. I Obviously, I've been on the record saying I don't like ends. And I will continue to say so this episode later on. Uh, yeah, no, I, it's hmm. just, I didn't like that part. The only thing, the one thing I keep hearing people say about Halloween ends is, oh, it was a good movie, but not a good ending to the trilogy. No. And I told you that before. This movie's biggest problem is being tied to the other two movies. It's a good it's- movie. I'm with you on that. It's a better movie than it is a conclusion. And I think having a good end in it, because like I like the end of ends when when you get right down to it, I think it ended in a good spot. But I don't think the movie is a good conclusion. Like, 
they wasted a lot of time. They fucked around a lot. And it I I agree with you. I think it's a I think it's a fine movie. I think it's a weak conclusion. But it's a good movie though. It's a good movie. It's it's a fine movie. Amber also with the with the with the taste. She I love Amber's thoughts on stuff. I like when she calls and lets us know. I wish more people would do that. I'm upset with Amber. I thought she liked Halloween ends. Nobody likes Halloween ends, but you and Greg. That should tell you something. I was gonna say one of them liked Halloween ends. I really <laughs> just I guess I was kind of hoping it was Amber. Yeah, <laughs> but it turns out I'm with Greg on this. So you know what? I'll roll with it. I'm fine. <laughs> mm. Me and you, Greg, we're buddies. Us against the world, man. Well, me and Kat uh spoke uh, you joined joined us later, but <laughs> we spoke David went into depth. <laughs> on Halloween ends. Uh, it's kind of cool that we were the ones to get Art the Clown's views on Michael Myers in this latest movie. Uh, he was. Very I do well. really wish I had been there for that. You'll enjoy it. Although he was mean enough to me at the end. <laughs> that was nothing. Honestly. <laughs> he told me. I can't wait for Rob to. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we spoke with David about that. Uh, Rob asked his question that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. That was a treat. Uh, but not for nothing, guys. Lauren was a lot of fun, too. Oh, yeah. She, she is a lot of fun. Yeah. That was a fun conversation with her. Very insightful. Uh, I, I feel like David was, was extremely insightful and in everything with everything he said and informative, and it was great. But I, I feel like Lauren kind of, she really gave us a good aspect from the actor. Yeah. And that was really good. We got two different lenses here because, mm-hmm. you know, they play two very different roles. And it was, you know, I'm just I'm I'm really excited for everybody to hear this. So uh, uh, let's kick them over to that now and we'll wrap it up at the end of this, guys. Enjoy. How's your evening going? Pretty good. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. I think I'm coming down with a cold. So if you hear like sneezing oh. and I just sound really gross and congested, so sorry about it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give you that heads up. Otherwise, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. That, that's, that sucks, though. Yeah, it is the season for that crap, I guess. Um, whenever the season changes, it happens to me. Like whenever it goes from hot to cold and cold to hot, it's just it's too much. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way. I get sick twice a year, basically. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Especially this year, because it's went from hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold, hot to cold. Yeah, <laughs> every other day. Like, it's truly, it's it's messing with my sinuses and I can't deal with it. But, um. <laughs> Hope you feel better soon. Thank you. Thank you. Are you not one of the fancy LA people where it's just the same temperature ever all year? <laughs> oh, I wish. No, but I do love, I do love the roughness of the East Coast. Like, I love my East Coast folk. So I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'll eventually move to LA. But I also really love autumn. It's my favorite time of year. And I know I bitch about the cold, but I actually do kind of like it. And I like being like snuggled up in like you know rainy night and watching scary movies is like my favorite thing to do. But I don't know. Maybe eventually one day LA will be an option. <laughs> I've always said that. Everyone's like, oh, move to Florida. So I'm like, I need seasons. It's something <laughs> about being from the East Coast. You need a season. Yeah, like if, if you're so used to like seeing these beautiful colored leaves and everything that comes with every season. It's like, I don't know, you kind of need to change. I mean, I'll take a cold twice a year if I can see beautiful colored leaves. Yeah. What what would we do if we didn't get to curse about snow every couple months? You know, it's in our blood. I love it. I love (laughs) bitching about things. And I think it's just like a part of being a, a part of the East coast. Like I love to bitch about things. We revel in it. 
we are going to get along great. That explains <laughs> a lot about Mikey. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. Hi, how are you guys? So nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm so happy to be excited to talk to you guys. I would like to study. I have a million things I want to ask you. My, <laughs> my New Year's resolution was to defend Art the Clown and Terrifier. So ah. I am, yeah, I'm super stoked to have this conversation with you. Obviously, Terrifier 2, this huge success. It's getting extended left and right every time you look up. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wanted to get your thoughts on terrifier one really quick because that was a really big movie it, it had its its impact when it came out and everybody started getting a hold of it what were your thoughts on that film and that because you know obviously you got to take that into consideration going into this role uh of sienna with two so what were your thoughts on the original terrifier getting into this franchise yeah absolutely um funny thing about me is i don't do research i just kind of i took the role before watching the first one which i I probably shouldn't have (laughs) Um, but like i'm happy i did obviously um i actually when i first when i got my first audition i had to do a self-tape from home i did it with my coach and i didn't have time to watch the first one even though i knew it existed and i've seen the poster so i saw the poster of art the clown like on netflix and i was like oh that looks awesome i gotta watch that i just never got around to watching it and then The second callback came around, didn't have time. And by my third in-person chemistry read audition, I was like, well, I do have time to watch it. But since I haven't watched it, they like what I'm doing. I don't want to watch it and make a new informed decision that might, you know, be to my detriment. So I ended up not watching it until the day that Damien told me that I booked the role. So I was like, all right. So I went home. I had already like signed the contract and everything. And I was like, all right, let me see what this movie's about. And I was like, holy shit, this is a lot. is a lot but I actually really loved it I loved the chances that Damien took like he really didn't give a shit which I loved like you know the final girl who you think is going to be the final girl this, this is spoilers right I, yeah who we thought was going to be the final girl gets shot with a gun slashers never do that so I was it was just such a shock and I loved that he was so willing to shock you and I thought the actors did like a great job too I mean obviously Dave is amazing, but I really loved um, Catherine's character. She reminded me so much of PJ Souls. Like even till this day, I'll always like um, compare the two. I just loved how fun and cute she was. I thought it was hilarious. Um, And yeah, I, I loved that Damien took it there. Like he really took chances and I respect that so much as a fellow creative. So yeah, I, I love it today like to this day i love the film i've seen it three times this halloween season so far what goes through your mind if when you get a script like terrifier 2 and you read it and what makes you say yeah i want to do this (laughs) (laughs) um so okay i luckily with terrifier 2 there was definitely more of a plot there was more of a story so even when i was getting my first auditions i didn't receive the full script i only got scenes so they're called sides so the casting director will send it to your agent and they'll send them to you and their sides and they're basically maybe one or two scenes and it seemed like a family drama what I was reading. So it felt like I was filming family <laughs> drama until it wasn't anymore, until like, you know, a head started flying and stuff like that. Um, but I was gravitated towards Sienna pretty much immediately. Um, she was raised by, you know, a struggling single mother. I didn't, I don't have a brother, but I loved her brother dynamic. And um, 
I, I loved the arc. You, you get to experience growth in this character. And I loved that I got to be physical in the role. I love being physical in roles. So I was psyched about this role. I mean, there's gore, but like, like not so much that my character is involved with. So I, my character got to have a journey and I get to experience and love the gore now as an audience member more than anything. Right. All right. I, I love the idea of Terrifier 2 as a family drama. Yeah, it definitely is until it's not. Speaking of getting physical, I I read that you've got like all this crazy martial arts training or something. Yeah, I've been doing martial arts my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. uh, How much would you charge me to go beat Mikey up? I wouldn't do that. Uh, I wouldn't do that. The funny thing about martial arts is I liked more the artistic aspect of it, like the performative aspect of it. I really did not like tournaments. I didn't like sparring or fighting with people. It was my least favorite thing, but I did love, it felt like a sharp dance, which I loved. So that's what gravi- That's what I gravitated towards in concerning martial arts. And I get to use it in film now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you did. Um, you're credited as uh, having done stunt work on IMDb, at least on Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. Mm-hmm. Um, did you do stunt work? Uh, did you do your own stuff on Terrifier 2? I did. There were two stunts that Damien wouldn't let me do. Um, who was uh, who? The, our my stunt performer. She also did other stunts as well. Um, her name was Jenna Helmuth. She was great. Um, she did pretty. I think she did falling stunts, like from it. Like, I don't know if you remember this part of the film, but she falls through a ceiling and she falls like a long, it's, it's a pretty big fall. And Damien wouldn't let me do that. So it was just that sequence. And there were two stunts within that sequence that he didn't want me to do. But as far as like the fighting, all the physical stuff, that was all me. Okay. I think if to be a stunt person, you have to be a bit crazy because you're saying he wouldn't let you do that. And in my case, it would be, they couldn't make me do that. <laughs> but, okay, but the, the thing about stunts is it's all about safety, right? Like people think that stunt performers are just crazy, but safety always comes first. So they, like I said, safety comes first. And even with that big fall, she got to fall in this huge pillowy looking thing that looked so fun. I was like, I want to do that. Um, But I mean, there's always the chance that something could happen. And, you know, if I get hurt, they'd be screwed. So that's why he wouldn't let me do it. I don't know how much of this you can answer, but uh, obviously the film uh, was Indiegogo and uh, fan raised and all that good stuff. It raised on Indiegogo about $200,000 what you guys were able to accomplish and and the the production value because i mean this looked like a full-blown couple million dollar budget movie if i didn't know any better and someone just told me i wouldn't even think about it twice what was it like on set the because we always hear about these these lower budget films where you know there's shortcuts taken and there's usually so much more of a family atmosphere on set because it kind of has to be what was it like on set with everybody yeah it, well we had what's called like a skeleton crew so right. usually for each department you'll have like many different people it was like 
one person per, per department. And sometimes one person had to cover two or three departments. So we had to get very close very quickly. People were pulling their weight like crazy. So we all had like this enormous amount of respect for each other because everybody was so capable and everybody was so willing to pull their own weight. So because we're also working with the same people every single day that we're on set, whereas with bigger crews, you know, you might have one person have off that day. No one had off. We were all always working. So we had to get close pretty quickly. And it was supposed to be, I think, only like a two month filming process, which extended to a year. So we all, <laughs> it, it was a lot. And not only that, like the, the hours each day were crazy long, crazy long hours. I can't even tell you. Um, so yeah, we all just had to get super close, super quickly. And we all developed this respect for each other because we were all doing what we loved and we all had to trust each other pretty immensely. So I still talk to all of the crew members. It's, it's very different and it's very more intimate in a smaller crew for that reason. And I'm very grateful for that. What was uh, David Howard Thornton like? Like, what's it like to work with him? Because he when I see him on screen as art, he terrifies me. And I've seen him in like <laughs> interviews and he just seems like a nice guy. But what's he like to work with on set? Is he does he, is creep he a you nice out? guy in clown makeup <laughs> <laughs> terrifying you in the corner? Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I... Yeah, he's a he's a goofball. He's just a goofball. <laughs> like between action and cut, he's art the clown. and He's great. He's great at that. He's a really theatrical actor. He's he has a great command over his body and his physicality. So it's very easy to believe that he's art the clown when you're in a scene with him. But you know, before action and after cut, he's just Dave and he sounds silly wearing the teeth in his mouth. So he's like, oh, Lauren, I'm going to go get something to eat with, like, <laughs> with, like, food, or with the teeth in his mouth. And he's just a silly guy and he's constantly like cracking jokes and um, he's really good at imitating voices. So he's constantly like doing stuff like that. He, he's a joy to work with. And he's also a joy to um, be in the scene and out of the scene with, if that makes sense. He's, he's such a great guy. I'm so happy. I know him now. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Cause like you hear like, so he doesn't Daniel day Lewis it where he's like always in character and you've just yeah. got some weird clown guy at craft <laughs> services. You know, no, 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 no. Thank right. God. Like if he was a method actor, no way. No one was a method actor on set. Like as soon as soon as Damien said cut, we were all like, whew, and we just like all took a breath and you know, lived in our own lives. That would be great because kind of like Rob said, I mean, the design of Art the Clown Art the Clown, it it's truly and this coming from us being all being horror fans, you know, you see Freddy Krueger, Jason Voy, you don't blink. But there's something about art when he looks at you, it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And and to, to be in front of that in that moment, yeah, being a method actor, that would probably be, <laughs> I don't know how I'd be able to handle something like that. That would be wild. It would be exhausting. I'm so happy that he's not like that. I mean, <laughs> it would be fun, you know, and I've, I've worked with actors who are like, no, call me by my character name. And I'll respect that. I'll be like, yeah, totally. Like, if that's your process, I totally respect that. But with someone like a slasher, like art, it would be like, oh, come on, man. Like, please stop scared. Like, just, after a while, like, please stop. Like, I can't, I, I can't handle this. But luckily, he's not like that. He's really easy to work with. Um, I have to ask, how comfortable was the armor it was awful, it was awful. <laughs> I absolutely 
hated I, it. And I, I was, uh, <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was so, uh, like, that was one concern that I had because I've done like cosplay armor before and I was watching and it's like, that just must have hurt. <laughs> like, oh, that's really cool that you do cosplay. I have so much more. I mean, I've always like had this like respect for cosplayers, but so much more now. Um, unfortunately, with our costume, the guy who was making it dropped out for some reason. So there oh, was no. no lining on the inside. Like what the material you see on the outside was the same material on the inside. So I got a lot of blisters, a lot of bruises, a lot of cuts. Um, it, it was really rigid, really uncomfortable. Um, and then the wardrobe and hair and makeup artists, Olga and Jackie, they were the ones that had to like assemble the costume and it was their job and they didn't really know how. So it was a lot of duct tape, a lot of staples, a lot of like, <laughs> You can maybe even see it in certain shots that like the the skirt is like held together with duct tape. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a nightmare. I mean, the first time I put it on, I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, <laughs> to wear this. This is so cool. But then like 12 hours being covered in blood and and mud and wetness. It was just a nightmare. I really would never, ever want to wear it again. I would love to burn it, but <laughs> you will not let me. And you were doing your own stunts too. So you were like rolling around and falling and stuff in it. And it just, it did not look protective. <laughs> yes. Well, I will say this. They actually did have a separate costume for that. That was made out of foam. Still very uncomfortable. Still got blisters from it. It was still awful, but thank goodness it wasn't the other one. Cause the other one was much more rigid. It probably would have shattered if I was actually <laughs> thrown around in it. And that would have been very dangerous. So I did have two costumes. One was made of foam and the other one was the rigid one, which I have no idea what they used for that. But yeah, that was really me in that freaking thing all around <laughs> being disgusting and uncomfortable. It was just a very uncomfortable experience. <laughs> Again, proof that actors are more dedicated to their craft than I am, because I would have been like, hey, guess what? My character wears a T-shirt today. <laughs> oh, my God. To, to uh, OK, the thing about being a woman in horror is you're not dressed a lot of the time or not as fully dressed as you would like to be. So um, wearing an armored bikini was definitely a challenge for me. I really hope for my next film I can at least wear jeans and a T-shirt would be amazing. I would love it. <laughs> That was the other thing. You looked cold. <laughs> like, I was freezing. I was, I was freezing. like, oh, no. in the winter, the dead of winter. I was freezing. So, yeah. Very Even thinking it was in October, I was like, that has to be so cold. Oh, man. Actually, the finale we filmed in Philadelphia, which is where I'm from, actually, um, at a place called uh, the Fright Factory. It's this really cool haunt in Philly. If you're ever there, I highly recommend going. Um, a lot of the set pieces are just from the haunt, and it's beautiful. And I think it, it shows up on the screen really well. Um, and we filmed, like, dead of February in, like, a basement. Oh. It was freezing, and I was wet <laughs> and sticky. It was awful but I would do it all over again because you know I, I loved working with this incredible crew and you have to be pleased with the fan response right like the I I just I've been so impressed <laughs> with the theater run and it man the publicity for this has been amazing uh, it's really really surprising I mean I when I first had met Dave and Damien, they both said like this was going to be huge. Like they both really believed in it from the get go, and I and I, not that I didn't believe in it, but I just I 
didn't fully grasp at the time how much it would blow up. And I'm so grateful for the fan response. I'm so happy it's connecting with so many people. I mean, that's all you want as an artist, right? You want to make a piece of art that connects with people. That's why we make art. So we can, you know, feel less alone on this crazy rock. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really floored and overwhelmed and so grateful for the whole experience. I still can't believe they got it in theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Uncut. Yeah, yeah. Have you gone? Have you done that thing where you go to the theater and like sit in the back and watch people react or pass out or (laughs) die or whatever they've been doing? Yeah, I went to the theater twice, actually. Um, Each time I was recognized, but no one um, approached me. Like the people I was with would be like, oh, my God, they're looking at you and they want to come up to you. And I'm like, well, they're not approaching me. So let's get out of here. Um, I, I just wanted to see I wanted to get a genuine response because I saw it. Um, when we had the red carpet event and that was great, but it was mainly everybody that works together, some strangers, but I really wanted a genuine response. And I was so happy that I did it because like, it was so much fun to watch in theaters and people were having a blast with it. It was just, uh, filled my heart. It filled my heart with joy. I loved it. That's that kind of, you answered one of the questions I had lined up, but leads into this. Cause I, I said earlier on that my, my, I, I vowed to defend Art the Clown and Terrifier. Uh, and I was so scared when this, I was excited when this movie was coming out, but I was scared because I'm like, man, I really dug my feet in the ground. Like, if this thing is bad, I'm going to eat a lot of shit. So, but it, I was so thrilled. This, and I, and I say this honestly, it it was the, the, a movie that felt like a horror movie the most that I've seen in a long time, especially one that's hit a theater. But you, uh, Lauren, have kind of, I mean, you're probably the best final girl that we've had in a very, very long time. And I want to get your thought on that whole final girl aspect. And you kind of touched on a little bit with women in in horror films. But uh, have you put any thought into that? Like, do you realize that you really climbed the ladder very quickly of the final girls in this genre? Um, <laughs> so it's so wild. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm so happy that you like the film. I understand like we have, we put, we put, you know, films and art on pedestals and we're like, oh, this better be good. It better meet my expectations. So I'm, I'm really happy that it did. And I'm so happy that you enjoyed Sienna. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many final girls that I've looked up to my entire life. Like my favorite Halloween film of all time is probably Halloween 1978. I love Laurie Strode. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I, there's so many, there's so many final girls. And even when creating Sienna, I, I bugged the hell out of Damien. I was like, all right, like send me, this is my idea. What do you think of this? Like send me your ideas and blah, blah, blah. And I did ask him, I was like, are there any final girls that, you know, inspire Sienna to you? Like, are there any final girls that you might think are like Sienna? And he gave me a whole list of movies ranging from Halloween to Alien to Terminator to like, you know, of course, Scream. It was the best homework ever. Like, I just have to watch some of my favorite movies. And I wrote down characteristics, what what I thought were characteristics of each final girl. And I would pick and choose what I thought Sienna was. And I would present it to Damien. And I'd be like, all right, do you think this is Sienna? And he would make his tweaks. And he'd be like, yeah, this is Sienna. Um, So it was definitely jarring and daunting taking on the role of a final girl. But I was so psyched about it because I felt like I was paying homage to my favorite final girls. 
adults and how they've emboldened me in my own life and how they've inspired me in my own life. And I've gotten some really wonderful DMs from people that said Sienna has done that for them. And just as an artist, it gives me chills thinking about it because I'm like, my God, I'm, I, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to connect with people. I'm trying to make them feel something. And if, and if power is what they feel, that's just, there's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing better than that. I'm so incredibly grateful. I agree. As an actress, do you worry now, though, about uh, being typecast as a scream queen? I know a lot of people are worried about that when they have success in the genre. That is so funny. I just... I literally just had a conversation with both my reps about this today because I was um, sent some scripts and I was like, listen, I don't know. They're horror films. Like, what do you think? Should I do it? And my one, my, one of my reps was like, listen, you have to do a lot of horror work to be pigeonholed into that genre. And she was like, work begets work. Do what you want. If you don't like it, don't do it. If you do like it, fuck it, do it. So I was like, all right, that's easy enough. Um, But then again, I love horror. And if I get to, continue to make really cool as long as they're really cool compelling stories and and really flawed multifaceted characters I don't really care what genre if if I am pigeonholed in one I don't really care as long as I get to work and make really cool films uh you've mentioned a couple times that you love horror uh guests hate when I ask this question but do you have a favorite scary movie yeah. Um, okay. Well, I did. I did say that Halloween is my favorite, like Halloween movie. However, I have been watching that my whole life, and it doesn't really scare me. I don't think it ever really scared me. It was more like a nostalgic film for me because it was always on AMC, like every Halloween. So I'd watch it as I would put my costume on when I was a kid. Um, but my favorite, like, scary movie, and that is really tough um, because it changes. It, it changes so frequently. I did just watch a movie for the first time that just, I think it's pretty recent. It must've come out like two years ago called Caveat. And I don't oh. think, I don't think there has been a movie that has scared me that much. I couldn't sleep the night that I saw it. <laughs> the imagery of that film, like the mother and the rabbit that, that plays the, um, the percussion in the film, like it literally scared the shit out of me um so I don't know if it's my favorite movie but it's the first one that comes to mind because it's the most recent that I've watched that has I haven't been scared like that in a very long time it's unsettling uh I really like that one yeah same I think it was great and I loved the lead actor like I loved his reaction they weren't big reactions but they were really grounded ones and I just I I I personally really love the film I'm happy you like it too yeah uh I just like found it on Shutter and did not know what I was getting into (laughs) yeah it was so fun it was such a nice surprise So you mentioned future films and all this, and obviously you guys are still, uh, like, I think what a terrifier Two just got another extension on in theater. So you guys are still super busy with this. Um, I know that the talks of terrifier three and the hopes of it have been thrown around. Uh, would you want Sienna to return if there was a terrifier three? And how do you think that that would go? Oh, hell yeah. I would love Sienna to return. Whether or not she does, I can't really say. Damien has spoken to me about films, you know, even outside of Terrifier that he would love to work with me on. I think I would work on anything Damien throws at me. I told him, I was like, listen, man, let me be the Bruce Campbell to your Sam Raimi. Like, please let me be that person. Let me be that guy. Um, But if Sienna returns... 
I've said this a couple times, um, but of course it's, it's ultimately up to Damien. I would love to see her dealing with her little brother's substance abuse because he was 12 years old when all of this had gone down. I think that kid should have issues. So I would Mm -hmm. love to see her take on this maternal role and whether or not she, you know, maybe she treats her little brother, how her mother treated them and how that, how would that make her feel if she turns out to be like her mom or maybe she fights that? I don't know. I told him I would love to see like Sienna have a really cool, badass training sequence. Like I want her to up her game. Um, but you know, it's yet to be seen and like, maybe she won't even be in the third and maybe Damien will take a whole other route, but like, I would love to see just more struggle. I, I would struggle is so fun as an actor. So that's what I would like to see Sienna have to go through. Speaking of Damien, I don't know anything about the guy other than the fact that he created Art the Clown. So in my head, he's this like evil, (laughs) uh, just sadistic person. Um, What's he like as a guy? He's nothing like that. (laughs) It's so so funny because he's so (laughs) soft-spoken. Like he's such a gentle, sweet soft-spoken guy. You wouldn't think like I felt, I feel even the first time I met him in person and I I was a little nervous because I kind of knew, even though I didn't know exactly what I was getting into, I was like, all right, this is a slasher film. Got to be careful. We're meeting at this location. Who is this guy? Um, And I felt so safe with him so quickly. Um, And he, he never yelled at me once on set. And he was dealing with so much because he's the writer, he's the director, he's the editor, yeah. he's the special effects makeup artist. He was the head of so many departments, wore so many hats. He deserved to flip out and he never did. Like he's just such, he always has his wits about him. He's always calm, cool and collected. And he's quickly become one of my favorite people. I love that guy. Well, that's great. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it so much. One one but, quick last question, Lauren. Uh, uh, you said you were from Philly. Yes. So I have to ask, Pats or Geno's? Oh, my God. You know what? <sighs> I'm not a huge cheesesteak person. Oh, no. <laughs> shit. We wow. might have to bleep that, Mike. Yeah, I was just going to say we might have to cut that out for your safety. No. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, the Phillies are playing right now and people are constantly asking me about this. And I'm like, listen, dude, I'm the worst Philadelphian like you've ever <laughs> met. I'm a bandwagon fan. First of all, um, I do like pretzels. Like I, I do love that. Like the pretzel factory. I think Philly's pretzels are great. And there's so many things about Philly. That's wonderful. But I don't know. I've never been like a huge cheesesteak person. So I can't answer that. I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking about making a Cowboys joke with the Eagles and everything. So it probably wouldn't have landed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It wouldn't have landed. I mean, listen, when the Eagles won in 2018, I went wild. And when the Phillies won in 08, I went wild, too. But, like, again, I wasn't paying attention. I was just like, yeah, our team won. That's awesome. But, like, I, I really, like I said, just a bandwagon fan. I'm the worst. Your, your jokes often don't land, Mikey. It's all right. <laughs> yeah and i'm also pretty upset because uh I, i'm a yankees fan and the, the uh, yeah, uh, i don't want to talk about 2008 I, I, just, I, just, <laughs> uh, I don't even want to talk about baseball now <laughs> but but lauren thank you again so much for for joining us thank you for all the hard work you put into this film uh you guys as a team you truly gave us a treat and uh i think you were definitely one of the centerpieces of that and i just wanted to say thank you such a pleasure talking to you all thank you so much and um maybe i'll talk to you again in the future if you ever invite me back i would love to absolutely absolutely yes thanks for your time guys happy halloween you too happy halloween thanks guys take care
All right. You, sir, are the scariest <laughs> motherfucker in the world right now. Like, do you realize that? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know where to begin. Um, we, we actually spoke with your co-host, Lauren, uh, the other day. Oh, yeah. Day. Oh, she's great. She's amazing. And she told us that when she started uh, going for the role <laughs> as Sienna and, and going through that process, uh, when she spoke with you and Damien, you guys kept saying how great this movie was going to be, how mm-hmm. big it was going to be. What may, I mean, I agree, but but what <laughs> made you before anything even happened? What made you feel that way? It was just the script. I, I was like, this is a fantastic mm-hmm. script. It's going to be epic. And especially the way like her character was written in there. I was like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is what's going to really drive this to a new level is this great protagonist that comes in. That's going to actually give Art a run for his money because she's got a great story herself. It's a great hero's journey that she goes on. And that's what made me so excited for us. Like, oh, my God. And we cast the greatest person for that I think we could find is because I, I knew so much of this movie was going to hinge on her performance. So it's not going to be one of those movies I can just carry myself. It's going to it's going to take someone of equal caliber to, you know, hold this up. And she totally did that in spades. Can uh, can I ask you a question about the script? Sure. Uh, how much stage direction are you given? Do they just uh, like say be creepy and <laughs> set you loose, or? And sometimes it depends on the scene and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it, there's a lot of good give and take between Damien and I. And you know, when it comes to like the fight scenes and stuff like that, that's a lot of his. But like once like the the glasses scene, that was me just <laughs> playing around and seeing what I could come up with. <laughs> And, and, you know, that's a great point because, <clears throat> you know, um, we, even going back to um, All Hallows Eve, which is where the character kind of was spawned, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Terrifier, <clears throat> where it was really, you know, that was such an art the clown movie. Like, yeah. you took control of that character, all that good stuff. And it was fun to watch you kill people in amazing ways, you know? Oh, yeah. Right. But I, I, that's a great point where like Sienna's character and pretty much all the characters in general that were in the in the everybody did such a great job. Uh, but that's kind of what takes it to that next level, because Terrifier mm-hmm. had its moment. It was a big hit it a lot of popularity. But, you know, it eventually faded off like, you know, all movies do after yeah. their release. But like Terrifier too. here we are with all these characters and all that strong story involved. And you're right that I didn't even think about that being a big part of the reason that it took it to that next level. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like we we just upped everything on this movie. The kill scenes, you know, the the character development, all that kind of stuff, the story, blood, everything just went crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That blood <clears throat> part. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of blood. A lot of blood. <laughs> um, the art, the clown. It seems like you guys did this intentionally where mm-hmm. there's no backstory. Uh, I've heard a couple of people are surrounding the project kind of touch on that a little bit where the, it's, it's almost intentional. They don't want anybody to really know anything about art, the clown. I don't, if, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not. That's what I'm getting, but what, what do you pull from when there's really nothing in the background to create that character? Um, my imagination, I guess you could say. I mean, I know a lot more about the character than what we've already shown because that's something right. I, I, you know, went to Damien about as soon as I got cast in the role. I'm like, okay, tell me everything about this guy. And 
he didn't even know a lot of that at the time. So we've kind of come up with his backstory and all that kind of stuff together. And, and who knows if we ever actually reveal everything about his backstory. Because I, I think part of the 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 fun about the character is the mystery behind him. Like, what, who is he? What motivates him? All that kind of stuff. So, I'm mean, like, you know, we, we, we drop hints here or there, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you get a little bit in that part, too. But I, I, I know eventually we'll, we'll address some of it, though. You know, we might not show, like, you know, how, who Art the Clown was as a kid and stuff like that. But we'll, <laughs> right. we, we'll probably show how he became Art the Clown, as you know him now. Like, you know, kind of like how you know how Joker became the Joker when he was a Red Hood. But you didn't know who he was before he was Red Hood. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. So you guys just laid out an entire story of a character and you just won't tell anybody, <clears throat> it, which is part of, I guess, part of the genius of it. Yeah. Like you said, it's, you know, because I've heard people, that's part of the argument where it's like, oh, well, we don't know why he is. Well, who cares? Look at what he's doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a, and that's the thing, too, is like we want people to also be set in the same mindset as, you know, everybody else in the films so are like, you know, this, 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 force of nature that comes in and starts wreaking havoc and everybody's like what the hell is going on and that's 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 what we're going for it's like we you know we want people to be as clueless as everybody else is i guess you could say i love that i really do um you guys uh not not to jump too far ahead but uh you guys shared not not on debut but you, you shared box office space with a title called halloween yeah. What yeah. was that like? <laughs> that was kind of surreal. This is like we I mean, I never imagined I would be in a theater at the same time as Michael Myers. I mean, that's that's kind of crazy, especially during the odd month of October. That's insane because, I mean, we weren't even supposed to be in theaters that weekend anyway. We were right. only supposed to be in theaters for three days. That was it. And it's just that demand was there for us to keep going and going and going. So I was like, oh, wow. So yeah, being at theaters the same week as Mike Myers, that's that's something else, man. I'm like, wow. Because <laughs> it almost put you guys in a boxing ring, right? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought Art the Clown would have went up against Michael Myers? And uh, like you said, you we'll talk about theatrical releases and everything in a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh it was initially only supposed to be a three-day. And you yeah. know that got extended, and I think it got extended again recently. D- now that you're able to sit and go, okay, my character is going up again. Does that change? Like, is that a different? Does it add a different lens to the way you look at things at that point? Yeah, it's it. But I haven't really truly processed it all yet. It's still right. kind of sinking in what all is going on because it's it's <laughs> God. Every single day, there's been something happening, and it's like <laughs> God, what. What what is going on? It's just like it's it's been a roller coaster recently. So, but yeah, I mean, like it, it's kind of cool to know that we're no longer just this underground indie film. It's like we're mainstream now. Like people, you know, when they, when they're talking about you on Access Hollywood and you know the talk and Howard Stern and stuff, like wow, okay, we. <laughs> we're we're a little bit bigger than we thought we were now. Okay, wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Not only the everywhere, like everywhere. you guys, you guys have. <laughs> my aunt called me the other day, and she was like, "Oh, uh, should I see Halloween Ends?" And I was <laughs> like, "No, it sucked." Yeah. Biases aside, but you know, she's trying to figure out what she. Oh, maybe go see Smile. I'm like, and she's out in you know drive-in movies, so it's not yeah. super. 
big over there, theatrical. So I said, well, do they have Terrifier 2? And she said, oh, I heard about that. My aunt does not hear about anything unless it's like, you know, grandiose. Yeah. Yeah. And I also told her not to see it. (laughs) (laughs) She would be one of the people to pass out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. I totally understand. I don't I don't take any offense to that at all. I'm like, yeah, it's not a movie everybody can handle. So I'm like, yeah. And it also is it's really weird. Like my my roommate said she was uh walking in the other day from work and a cab passed by on the street and they were showing on the little ad thing on top of the cab terrifier two stuff. And I'm like, holy crap, I didn't even know we were on cabs now. <laughs> this is insane. This is insane. Because we 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 did it. We weren't doing any of that kind of stuff. So it's just that word of mouth has gotten out and everybody's talking about it. It's 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 kind of exciting though, because it's like it's a new, I guess a new horror franchise for people, you know, like yes. a new icon. Because we really haven't had any more like newer horror icons since like Jigsaw. Yeah. 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 Was uh, you you mentioned that going up against Michael Myers for box office was kind of a milestone. Was yeah. that the same way that you felt when there was like first the story that someone had passed out, like when that was going around? Were you a little bit proud? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when I saw our <laughs> scores versus Michael Myers scores. I'm like, ah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that's about all I'm going to say about that. Week, so Fair. Like, yeah. It, it, <laughs> I will just say it made me mad. That movie genuinely made me mad as a Halloween fan because I'm a huge <laughs> Halloween fan. I'm like, this was such disrespect. I agree. Because of the know, sewer wrestling. All of that. All of that. It's just disrespect to the character, disrespect to the the franchise, disrespect to the fans, all that. And like even hyping this thing up for years is going to be the big epic finale between Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. This is just the end all be all fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're, you know, just demoted to being secondary characters in their own final film. I'm yeah. like, like <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, I understand that this is like a, a, a film in the middle of a trilogy or something like that. It would have been fine. Uh, but you don't go into the final Michael Myers Laurie Strode movie to see a story about some kid that got beaten up by band nerds named Corey. <laughs> That's my argument. No. I didn't go in for that. Michael Myers got bullied by the kid getting bullied by the band geeks. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what the and this is like the the movie prior, he had just taken down an armed mob that had been attacking him. Right. Like Jackie Chan. And I'm like, <laughs> but then all of a sudden I'm like, oh it's I felt sorry for James Jude Courtney too, because I'm like, yeah, like man's great is Michael Myers. He does a great Michael Myers, and he was just totally not used in this movie the way he should have been. I mean, this is supposed to be their big, huge, epic fight, right? And it was just here. Let's throw a refrigerator on him. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm actually, I'm probably the most mad I've ever been on the show that our our other host Rob isn't here to hear that because he likes it. He like he, right. he's been me and him have been fighting over this thing. Yeah, he the, came into our show the other day. Like we can all agree that it was better than kills, though, right? And it's like I don't agree to that. No. I didn't agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like they put two movies in one movie. It's just like it, you have the Corey story, and then you have this 
add on Michael Myers story at the very end. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't need the Corey story. I'm like, at that, all. That, that would have been fine. It's his own movie. You know, but this is just like, ah. <laughs> and one way they could have remedied it all, too, it's a very simple thing they could have done with that final shot with the, the, the mask on the table. It's full in close, and you see a silver shamrock stamp on the inside of the mask. That would have been good. Okay. Okay. Th- that would have changed it. You're right. Yeah. Would, yeah. I was, still wouldn't have liked it, but that oh, would have nah. saved it a little. It would have saved <laughs> it some. It, it was just like, it's like, I, I just don't understand what happened. I don't understand. I'm like, who, who, who saw the first script? And goes, ah, oh, this is what this is what we need for the final movie with these characters. That's <laughs> a million percent. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who, who, how, how did the actors evolve? Even sit there, and go, uh, what is this? No one said anything. <laughs> no one said anything. No one said yeah. anything. And said, there's so many work. things they could have done to make it better, and they didn't. I'm like, had so many missed opportunities. <laughs> And then, and poor Diana Prince, I got to say, she's a friend of mine. And I'm like, that woman has done so much to like, you know, spread the love for the Halloween franchise on Joe Bob's show. Mm -hmm. And her death is not even on screen. Yeah. And I'm like, they said, oh, it's going to be in the extras. I'm like, how dare you do that to Diana? I'm like, like you you go to these movies to see the kills. Why are you not showing the kill? Yeah. They're showing Corey's kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, the DJ kill was cool, but. Yeah. Not, uh, to, the, not to turn the. Uh, we'll get back on point eventually. Yeah. That, sorry. That, sorry. <laughs> you're good. Uh, that That is. I didn't think about because I hate Halloween 3, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I. He does. I don't like it. That's another mm-hmm. argument I get into a lot. But, you know, if I didn't even <clears throat> think about that. If they would have. If this would have been Halloween 3, you know, yeah. that. That's a perfect way to not have Michael Myers, but keep Michael Myers. That's what Halloween three should have been. Yeah, that that, that could have worked. That could have worked totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. It's just like it, it seems like they were trying to do so many things at once, and I'm like, no, no, they this need to be streamlined. And like, no, 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 this this stick to what you've been building up to this whole entire time. That's what people want to see. This final fight between Laurie and Michael. Yeah, you know, I could. Terrifier 2 now, to tie that into what you just said, David, because that's a great point. How did you guys approach that? Because granted, you're not on, you know, the level of a Halloween historically mm-hmm. and all that, but you you followed up from the second, the first Terrifier. Now you got a chance to do it again. You you got everybody's attention now and everyone's sitting back on Terrifier 1 was cool, but now what are they going to do? And you yeah. guys did not get, you changed your story. You added a whole story you did so much without getting carried away and losing what terrifier one was how do you approach that oh god i i think that's better question for damien since he wrote it all yeah yeah but um it's like that's what we want to do is just you know keep the essence of what everybody love about terrifier in art Mm -hmm. but build the universe around him now and like build the mythology around him. And it's like, it's, I, I think what people were surprised that we added a lot of fantasy elements to it. Yeah. Yeah. With like, you know, the sword and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, he's got a whole plan. He hasn't even told me the whole entire plan yet. So, but I trust him. Oh. <laughs> I trust him. I'm like, yeah, he, he has ideas. I, I suggest things to him. He goes, oh, oh, that's cool. I got other ideas. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what, 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 what's going on in your brain? <laughs> Tell me. I, I know because I want to know too. I'm just like, oh my God. I have questions too. 
Like it's not not just the fans that have questions. I have questions that I can't wait <laughs> for them to be answered. You know, admittedly, um, the the sword and all that. Um, that that was probably my least favorite part mm-hmm. of the movie. I mean, granted, high bar set because I yeah. I love this damn thing. But you know, I I, I suspended my disbelief because you guys put me in that realm where it's like, okay, you know what? They did so much. Everything else is perfect. I'm gonna go with it and see what they do. Mm-hmm. I, again, I guess this is a question for Damien, but even just as you being the character and thinking about where you might have to go, I guess what part does that play in this terrifier world because you're really mm-hmm. by textbook a slasher yeah now we're doing all other stuff yeah what's what's the range like involved with that because you might have to go some crazy places yeah i mean i i look at him he's, he's still slasher it's like i i look yeah. at him like you know art is brought back for the dead for a purpose mm-hmm. you know but he's he's also i kind of look at him as like hell's avatar on earth just to cause chaos in madness wherever he goes so he's like and that's that's kind of how he was in this one he's like you know he's he's given free reign to like kill people and stuff like that but he's also given a goal by this the pale girl character just like okay you have to go after this family but you can still have fun but you have to get (laughs) rid of this girl because she's you know key to something she's um the only thing that can stop what we plan so you we have to get rid of her now and that doesn't go according to plan so it's like you know it's like he had that whole thing you know like that that pit concocted there for her he, he that's why he brought her there to you know the terrifier he, he had to get rid of her in a certain way and it failed right yeah so it's now and now it's like okay what's going to go ha- what's ha- you know happening going forward now it's like they then this plan still got to happen. So I'm like, Oh boy, Oh boy, Oh boy. You know, but now he's got someone that's a threat to him. And he knows that now he's like, Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, I mean, he was more confident in part two, but we'll see how he is in part three, because now, now, now he knows he actually has a rival out there. Uh, so I'm sure that you probably more than anyone were prepared for what was going to happen in terrifier <laughs> 2 but were were there any moments just because the the fan reaction everyone's been getting like so queasy over some of the stunts in terrifier 2 were there <laughs> any things that on set were like oh god <laughs> oh <laughs> this yeah is horrific this is gross oh god yeah i'm like so many times <laughs> it's sometimes good that they weren't running sound because you will hear my reactions to stuff you know if, <laughs> if my face wasn't being shown like a good example is like when i you know was digging into that body cavity of uh, a brook <laughs> after i yeah. killed her they put all this gunk inside of there like you know bones <laughs> and like chicken innards and stuff like that it's just it was gross it was just so gross and cold and it was right before dinner too i'm like we oh. had to film this right before i had to eat dinner and i'm like oh god now i have all this guts and everything all over my hands i'm like i i need to wash my hands <laughs> like this is salmonella city here so i was just kind of like oh god oh, oh god it's so cold it's so what what why is that hard you know just like, <laughs> like what is going on Ooh. that is amazing that oh, yeah. that special features right there they should have been running <laughs> tip oh, for yeah. terrifier I, three i i hope they have some of that because it's funny it's funny because you see me in the full costume i'm just like yeah <laughs> 
Just like, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, the, the, the can't stand bone breaking. And so having to do, I was just like, ah, God. Uh, and then the hand split, I wasn't expecting it to split nearly as far as it went. So I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. You know, and that's a great point. I want to kind of compound on what Kat said. Because you see the script and you said you love the script and that's what was going to make it great. But there's mm-hmm. a difference between seeing you dig in a body <laughs> and then you actually have it. Like, oh, yeah. What goes through your head? Do you instantly think, well, how am I going to like, do you envision it immediately? Yeah, I guess some of those I don't even realize what I've gotten into until I get into it. And I'm like, why? What are you doing right now, man? You have a degree in teaching. like my god why this is crazy this is crazy but then you have those other moments where like i get to play with a a flamethrower and a tommy gun it's awesome (laughs) it's like yeah it's you know i just throw myself into whatever and go with it that and you know uh not being able to speak to Mm -hmm. that's got to be a challenge and you know it, it we see Michael Myers. We were just talking about Jason, you know, they, but you have such a different approach to it because they're just straight murderous, no expression. Yeah. You know, you have all these. Fa- and that's part of my like the stuff that art does. Oh, look who decided to show up. Yeah. The stuff that <laughs> the stuff that art does is awesome. But to me, the most fun is seeing the joy, the pure joy and excitement that he experiences mm-hmm. doing this stuff. And, and like, I even say it out loud when I'm watching it. I'm like, look at how happy he is. Oh, yeah. He's so happy. He is so happy. He's having the time of his life. This is like <laughs> pure joy for him. And I love that. And it's like, and what I do is like, even though I don't have dialogue, I am making my own dialogue in my head. So I'm reacting to things. So it just helps me get into character that way. And, you know, actually helps with timing with a lot of things if i'm actually saying things in my head it helps me get the beats down the way i need to get them down with how i react to things but oh yeah art has so much fun he loves what he does it's it's pure joy speaking of your reactions this is a weird question do you have any like clown or mime training Not professionally, no. I never went to actual classes for that. It's I, I don't know why there's a rumor out there that I have professional mime training. I don't. I think it's just because, like, we were talking about this the other day. Cla- uh, Art feels like a clown first. Like, he's mm-hmm. having yeah. fun. He's very performative. Yeah. Um, and I was just wondering, like, if, if that's, you know, if it's difficult to do and, and where you learn to do it. If not, oh, nah, I, it's college. <laughs> I, I just learned from watching great physical comedians and clowns and all that my whole entire life and movies and stuff like that. It's just like, I grew up watching like, you know, the old black and white, you know, Abbott Costello, Laurel and Hardy, Marx brothers, Charlie Chaplin, all that kind of stuff. Mr. Bean, Jim Carrey, Doug Jones, all that just great physical actors. And I also um, toured with how the Grinch stole Christmas, the musical for five years. And our Grinch was uh, the wonderfully talented uh, Stefan Carl, who was Robbie Rotten from Lazy Town. Oh. And wow. Stefan was actually trained, I believe, in all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, being his understudy for five years, I learned a lot from him. And I actually, unfortunately, he passed away back in 2018 from uh, cancer. But uh, mm. there's, there's a tribute to him at the, in, in, in credits for Terrifier 2. Because, like, yeah, I, 
I, I awesome. took a lot from what I learned from him and put it into art. So um, I, I, art would not exist if it were not for Steph Carl. That is incredible. Yeah. Um, David, I would like to introduce you to our other co-host, uh, Rob the Strangler <laughs> Humphrey. Hey, Rob. Wait, why, why, do I, why, why do I get a nickname all of a sudden? Because <laughs> you just straggled along. So, David, now, oh, what were you yeah. saying about how Halloween Ends was a terrible, shitty movie? What was all that again? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> Wait, what, what? what is happening? <laughs> you show up late, we gang up on you. All right. All right. That's fine. Like, Fair enough. Did we watch the same movie, Rob? It's a, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Rob is about to get attacked by Arthur Glenn, and I couldn't be happier Unbelievable. Right now. <laughs> Um, it's it's a fun movie and it's it takes not a look for at, a halloween movie but yeah because it's for a, the final movie with mike myers and maurice strode it's an interesting exploration of sort of the, the specter of michael myers hanging over haddonfield i loved it well that's great if it's not the final final one <laughs> well I don't, I don't know that we any of us actually believe that Halloween oh, yeah. has ended, right? I mean, then you know, this might have ended it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Rob, believe it more now. They they yeah. haven't sent Michael Myers to space yet, so to, we know the, to send his like pureed body up in space. Oh, when do we get art in space? <laughs> That's a good question. When do we get art in space? <laughs> art in space? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd like to see him on like, out in sea on a cruise ship or something. Oh, <laughs> on his way to Manhattan. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just punch a guy's head off. Oh wait, that's been done before. <laughs> when Rob, that, okay. Yeah, go, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to ask if you had anything since you just. Well, I don't know what you guys have already covered. I don't want to repeat stuff. We had no problem repeating. Halloween ends was terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. that's, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know what's happening. All of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> Neither did the writers. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh geez, <laughs> um, so I, I did have a, a, a super super uh, inter- uh, important question though in the Rob, laundromat I swear scene. To God. Did, uh, <laughs> God damn it! Did, was that you or did you use a stunt ass for that? That unfortunately was my real ass. I'm so <laughs> sorry for it. I, I that's why everybody's puking and passing out. <laughs> it's like no one wants to see that. <laughs> I, I was actually at when we did the, the premiere in Austin when that happened. I just let out like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but now, see, that's part of what makes art art, though. And that happened within like what the first five minutes of yeah. the movie. It's like, wow, <laughs> didn't care for our two guys. Here's art's ass. <laughs> but you set the tone, like how much, uh, how much. Do you think because I, I already know at a 10, it's a 10, but all the, you know, the kind of stuff like that, just the the side stuff that art does outside of yeah. the killing and that that personality that you've added to him without being able to even speak, you know, that that's what makes art art to me. I agree. I agree. It's that that kind of stuff. it makes it more relatable. It, 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 he's not just some mythological type of character you see in all these other movies. He's he's like he's doing everyday things. And I think that's it kind of makes him scarier because I'm like, oh my god, this guy could just be walking among us. He's real. Yeah, he's real. Yeah, we've never seen Jason Voorhees do his laundry. No, you, yeah. that's the thing. You've never seen any of these horror icons outside of their costume, either. right? It's yeah. Just like, and we've done that in both films of the art. You know, he's he we did it in the first film when he wore you know, the body parts and everything. Now we do it again in this. It's just like it's it's unusual to see. Uh, uh, movie 
horror villain like outside of their wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, that that is very true. Um, a, a quick question, because this is just a personal. I have to know. Uh, <laughs> from Terrifier to Terrifier Two, art for the most part stood. I, I mean, identical, but. Were there any, because I, I feel like looking at the face in Terrifier 2, there's small detail upgrades. Not that I know of. No, because we still use the same mold and everything like that. Wow. I mean, he, he, Damien might have put sometimes a little extra shading or something like that in there with the makeup, but that's about it. I mean, it's the same mold we use. There, that, that, no, that's funny that you say that, though, because like there's one scene in Terrifier 1 where I have a different mask. And someone asked me, it's like, oh, your cheekbones are a lot more pronounced in this one shot. And I'm like, yeah, it's like when I'm with the police. Mm -hmm. And it's um, because he had made a mold off of my face and he um, used that mask that night. And it was a different mask. It just looked a little bit. It was just more gaunt, more um, skeletal and stuff like that. And just didn't have the same look that we wanted. And so I, I this whole entire time, I've been using the, the mask made off of Mike Gianelli's mold. So it's, it's, it's really, I have the same mask as um, Art and All Hallows Eve. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You just looked extra creepy for some reason. I couldn't yeah. tell what it is. <laughs> it's his confidence. Yeah. It's all the confidence because he's like, yeah, I got I came back from the dead. I'm hard to kill, bitches. <laughs> Let's have fun. You can feel that, too. You can sense it. Oh, yeah. Honestly, you like you you own that role. I mean, you were great in Terrifier 1, but like now you 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 got your boots on, man. You're, you yeah. know, you know <laughs> what you're doing and you know you're the shit at it, you know, and, it, and you could feel it. Yeah, that's 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 what was. I'm glad that translated because that's that's yeah. what I wanted to get across. It's like, yeah, he's. And plus, I was also more confident with the role this time myself. I knew it worked now because, like, you know, yeah. filming part one, I wasn't sure how the fans would respond to my interpretation of the character versus what Mike Gianelli had done. But now I'm like, okay, they like this. Let's keep doing it. We, <laughs> we knew what the fans like. They like those scenes, like pizzeria scene and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Let's do more of that kind of stuff. Let's let's put art in these really interesting situations. Except just him always killing, killing, killing. Let's let's put him some funnier situations too. Yeah. Well, you're very creepy as art. That is actually the reason why I was late. I was scared. <laughs> yeah. He was sleeping, oh. David. Yeah. Oh, I don't I'm blame a busy it. man. I'm Sleep a busy, busy is man. great. <laughs> I, 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 I like my naps like when I can get them. Yeah. Um have you ever you ever uh, snap out a character in the middle of one of these crazy scenes and just think to yourself, what the hell am I doing? Oh yeah. 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 It's usually where I'm just doing stuff like I'm like digging someone's brains out of their skull. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy here. <laughs> that was gonna be that kind of leads into um uh, as we're probably starting to wrap up here. Lauren also, when we spoke with her, had said you would do voice imitations of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any favorites that you, you are known for? Oh, I I love doing the Herbert the pervert voice because it just seems so funny <laughs> when he arts like that. I like, get over here. I'm gonna kill you. Oh my god. <laughs> Coming from Art the Clown, that is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's just when you're in that makeup, that voice just works so well for it. It's just like <laughs> come on, Fiana. <laughs> 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 
Art the Clown got scarier for me. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Every time I see this now, I'm gonna think if Art ever does speak, please yeah. let it be that, David. Oh, let yeah. it be that voice. Half of the same, like go through the tulips, you know. Tiptoe through the Like, oh god, this is wrong. But yeah, I slip them to him all the time. Like, uh, like I, I know one shot, like uh, where uh, Jonathan's holding the gun on me. You got those two barrels. I had a Bugs Bunny moment because it's like <laughs> the shot was just going on forever. They're just they're not saying cut. I'm like, did they forget to say cut? And it's just he's just staring at me with the gun. And I'm like, I stick my fingers in the, the barrel of the gun. I'm like, <laughs> I stink it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Dave. I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> you know, going on forever. I had to be <laughs> something. Um, I asked Lauren this. Uh, but I'm going to ask you as well. Do you have a favorite horror movie, and what is it? Oh God, I have a lot. But um, why probably... is it Halloween end? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um, movie of the year because I, I love part one and part two so much. Oh my God, I I, I kind of like lump those in as one whole movie in a lot of ways because it's just it fits so well that way. And yeah, I mean part two especially has such a great cat and mouse game to it. Oh God, so good! Just the tension of that movie, so good, especially with her in the car, and you're just dreading seeing Michael walk out of that building. You're like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, and then the the horn goes off. You're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. But um, probably my my favorite is uh, well, one of my favorites at least is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: Dream Warriors. Oh yeah, nice. So it's just right. so good all around. Nice. We we have a listener uh, that that is very critical of Terrifier and Art the Clown, and uh, mm-hmm. that's his favorite movie of all time. So I just wanted to rub it in Greg's face a little bit. Speaking of that <laughs> argument, David, mm-hmm. and I know oh, we're yeah. wrapping up, but I have to ask you your opinion on this because it the gun. Uh huh. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's very which gun now? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you guys doubled down on that shit. Good for oh, you yeah. guys. Yes, um, it, I don't see it as a big deal, and a lot of people give yeah. Heart the Clown shit for the gun and using the gun in one, and you guys doubled down in two. But oh yeah, how unfair is that? That people try and take the slasher credibility because you have. It's not like you just walk around with a gun. You do oh, no. more than any other killer has done in decades, and you're just. Yeah. Rounding out a collection of weapons. How do you feel about that, David? What are your thoughts? Oh, I, I think it's totally fine. I mean, he's not the only one that's used a gun. I mean, you Ghostface usually has a gun. Chucky's used <laughs> guns. Um, uh-huh. Maniac had guns, and like this is like it, it's totally fine. It's just it's it's if you use the gun as a slasher would, and that's how Art uses a gun. He doesn't use it just to kill someone. He uses it to disfigure people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does that, you know, of course, with Tara, you know, shooting her all over the face. But then he used that shotgun just to obliterate Barbara's face. And it's just like, good God. It's just like, that's that's how he uses a gun. It's that, but it's, that's not his end-all, be-all weapon. It's, sometimes that's just his backup. With Barbara, that was just for shits and giggles. That was, thought that was funny. Yeah, it's like yeah, boom. <laughs> he gets shit done, man, and that's yeah. how I looked. At. He's got it. He's got it on his ankle, which we've seen him yeah. just in case. If all else fails, I'm getting this done. Yeah, I respect it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Again, the man's got a plan. He, uh, 
but he he has so many fun weapons. He he he. That's the thing. He he'll use anything he can as a weapon if he. He's like yeah. MacGyver. The man came yeah. back in a room holding salt for God's sake. Oh, I, I mean, I, I would oh. love to just see him walk into a Home Depot and just have <laughs> his like world of imagination moment. <laughs> just like, oh, so much fun. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want in Terrifier 3. I want a shopping segment from Art the Clown and I want a napping segment from Art the Clown. Just him having a nap. That could be the sequel to your butt, David. Yeah. If his napping was, <laughs> we squeezed that into Terrifier 3. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else uh, for David before we wrap up? No. No. No, I don't. Right. I don't know what you guys covered, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I I'll did, trust you, that you did a good job. You, you just sit in your Halloween ends corner over there. Yeah. <laughs> this corner is shame. This is uh, shame. A little dunce cap on his head, all that. Oh. <laughs> I also <laughs> wanted to mention, just just so we can give her a little shout out, uh, we do have a mutual friend, uh, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Kelly. Creepazoid Kelly. Yes. 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 Uh, she's a longtime friend of the show, and she's told us how close you guys are. You guys are good friends. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh, she good God. You know, if anybody's got fortitude, it's her. Yes. My God, what that woman has been going through for years now with cancer is just like, my God, what a fighter. And what she a don't fighter. give a fuck. You know, no. she don't care. No, she, I mean, she's still out there kicking ass, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, just despite all the odds everything's against her and she's still just fighting and i'm like i i I have so much just love and respect in her i'm just like that's it's tough because i lost my mom to cancer so i know what it does to you Mm -hmm. it's like you you see what's doing to her and you know most people would just be like okay i'm done she's just like no i'm gonna still keep doing things and tweeting and messaging people and doing what I can to spread the word of different movies and all that kind of stuff, despite all the pain she's going through. It's like, she's awesome. Love her. Yeah. Love you, Kelly. Shout and it was Kelly. just her birthday yesterday as we record this. Oh, oh it was. Yeah. I missed your birthday. Yeah. I got sent her a message then. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kelly. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. David, thank you so much for your time today. I've enjoyed this more than you could imagine. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Do you want to let anybody know where they can find you? Anything you want to plug? Other than yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, other than yeah. God, I, I have other stuff coming out. I got um the um the mean one comes out this December. Oh, it's a, oh. our a horror film based on How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's our parody of it, so it's. That's going to be released on streaming platforms for free. So that's it's pure camp and silliness. So y'all have fun with that one. I'm looking forward to I that. Will. Oh, it's going to be. I'm like, how has this never been made before? I know why it's never been made before because the Sousa State's like, no, <laughs> no, tough shit. Fair use doctrine. When you say our, who who's involved with that with you? Um, it's uh, actually a good friend of the Fuzz and Lens guys, Steve Lamont. He's the director for it. Okay. Awesome. Turns out the Seuss estate was the Grinch all along. Yeah, <laughs> turns out, turns out, that's, that's sad. But um, we also um doing an Indiegogo campaign for this other movie I'm about to start filming early next year called The Dead Place. So Ooh. anybody can you know contribute to that, that'd be very very much appreciated because you know that's that Indiegogo campaign is what made Terrifier Two possible. So you know make mm-hmm. another film possible. It's like indie indie film is. You know, that's we're able to do a lot of things that mainstream horrors 
not able to do. So there you go. Yeah. Um, then also got this movie called Stream coming out with a lot of the Terrifier 2 team next year. Um, we have an amazing cast for that too. I mean, geez, we have like, you know, D. Wallace, Jeffrey Combs, Tony Todd, Danielle Harris, um, wow. Anna Roebuck, Terry Alexander, Tim Reed. The list goes on and on and on. All these people are involved in this movie. And it's just, it's a fun concept. It's hopefully going to be another franchise as well. So, uh, got got some fun stuff coming. But, um, you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under David Howard Thornton. I, I try my best to message people back, but lately it's gotten a little mm-hmm. bit overwhelming. So I'm sorry if you don't hear back from me. I'm just got way too many messages now. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. David, thank you so much for your time, man. And and thank you as you know for what you've done for the horror genre. Ah, it's my privilege. <laughs> this movie really, like, you guys broke broke boundaries with this thing. Thank you. And, Thank you. you. Know, I, I don't think that's, ta- you know, all the blood and guts are cool, but I don't think that's ta- what you guys have done for the genre and indie movies and horror. That's not spoken about enough throughout all this. Yeah. So just thank you guys, man. Thank you. If someone had to do it, might as well be us. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a great night, David. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I'll take care. Have Thanks. a good one. All right. Thanks Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe how casually you go put things up people's butt. <laughs> Only if they ask. I don't just walk around shoving shit up people's asses. No, he goes around making the offer though. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, me sometimes. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, you need anything in? <laughs> you need anything up your butt? I'll do it for you. I don't care. <laughs> no, you a little uncomfortable. Look at my Crocs. <laughs> Are you trying to say you would shove your croc up somebody's butt? No, no, I'm not <laughs> ruining a good pair of Crocs, but I'm that when people see you're wearing Crocs, they trust you. No, that's not a thing. I'm pretty sure it is. No, he's just adding lore to Crocs. Like, who does that? Um, all right, we're back. Happy Halloween, goddammit. Like, if this isn't a way to kick off Halloween, like, I, I don't know what is. The, the, we had two great conversations, two great people from a great movie who played great roles and. This was awesome. Mm-hmm. Me in there asking the question that was on everyone's mind about Terrifier 2. <laughs> you, you know, he showed up and just immediately <laughs> that was his first question. That was his contribution. Well, I was like, I didn't I didn't know what you guys had covered, but I was pretty sure you hadn't asked him that. <laughs> How funny would it have been if my first question to him... <laughs> would have been a very short interview. <laughs> it would have been because Rob would have also gotten in there and then mm. he would have been like, what is wrong with this show? <laughs> He was a good sport about it. Come he on. He was. Ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was great. Uh, like I said, we've we've had some really cool people on this show. D. Wallace. We've had uh Tony Todd back in the day. Just a ton. The list goes on and on. We've had a lot of cool people on this show. Me. Uh, no. Stephen Kyoto. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so many people that are not named Rob Humphrey. And uh, but this was like David, he, he had fun with us today, and that was awesome. And and Lauren really broke things down. She was great. And I'm, I, I think we did Halloween justice today. Absolutely. And it was yeah. all about a movie that Rob hated, which makes us so much better. Absolutely. <laughs>
So much better. It's so weird. I'm in this weird, weird position with Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Where I don't you've now like met them. three of yeah. the yeah. people the behind it, and they're all well, that's amazing. Part and... <laughs> that's part of it. I, I don't like the movie, and I'm never going to say I like the movie. It's not for me. I don't like it. But I have met three people involved in the making of it, and they've all been super nice, and I've liked all three of those people. And it's doing such great things for the genre that I am in a weird position of rooting for its success while not liking it <laughs> which is not something i normally would do like normally that's if I how didn't i like... feel about like some games yeah uh like whenever we interview game people <laughs> i feel like that's kind yeah. of how it works because it's like i really want the texas chainsaw massacre thing to do well i i wanted right. people dead to do well uh because i think they're important but like i'm never gonna play them. <laughs> right it's easier for me to separate games though because i just know i'm not gonna and i'm not a huge gamer so it's like whatever i'm not gonna play that <laughs> game but it but it doesn't matter with movies you know it's uh it's it's just really weird because i i don't get like people are like haha look at this terrifier's doing great and i'm like yeah that's great like i'm not mad about terrifier's success i think it's a really great thing for the genre and independent horror specifically but at the same time, no, I just I didn't like the movie. It's just as I've said, it's not for me. Um, yeah, you know, I'm sort of on the outside looking in at this whole phenomenon. Yeah, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, and I think Kat, th- what goes into that is probably you respect the game. Yeah, it's just you know it's it's not something you're going to enjoy. Like I'm sure you mm-hmm. watch gameplay of you know stuff that you're not going to play, and you know I have too. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. and that's that's part of it too because I bought Friday the Thirteenth, uh, that the gun game, mm-hmm. and um, they, they did an excellent job with the game. Yeah. They just didn't make a game that was for me. Yeah, um, I I can imagine it being harder with movies though, because usually if I don't like a movie, I get kind of annoyed when it does well. The Conjuring, I'm talking about the Conjuring. <laughs> um, <laughs> just tried but... to be general and just bash the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I just. <laughs> No. Uh, I'll get yeah. back around because I didn't want it to be like applied to indie stuff. Like I'm always happy when indie stuff does well. Uh, right. I can't it, think it, of any indie movies that I dislike off the mm-hmm. top of my head, but I'm sure I'm sure they're out there. I'm glad they're doing well, but like specifically The Conjuring, because it's like because <laughs> watching a movie, it's like you feel like you're kind of a part of it, you know. And then uh, w- when it's bad and does well, it's like oh god. And then you know they made like twelve of them, and it's like oh. Mm. Yeah, it's just, but I want more Terrifier. I'm I'm excited for it. <laughs> right, I think Terrifier Two is. First of all, had you told me Terrifier Two was going to be in theaters at all, I probably would have laughed at you. <laughs> and then if you told me that Terrifier Two was not only going to be in theaters, but it was going to be in the top ten of the box office while it was in theaters, I definitely would have laughed at you and thought you were an insane person and maybe called the police. <laughs> so the fact that it's doing so well, like. How can I possibly hate that? Like, I'm not going to, yeah. I, I can't because it's doing great. Um, But again, it's just not a movie that's for me. Something I forgot to ask Lauren and David. I'm mad at hell myself about it. Rob, who, Uncle Creepy, you guys interviewed mm-hmm. him on, on This Horror Life. Mm-hmm. Great interview too, by the way. Uh, But he, he had been tweeting about, he was tagging Dead by Daylight. And he wants, you know, he's pushing to get Art the Clown put in Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of ties into what you guys are saying about games. An Art the Clown game would be fucking awesome. But yeah. I wouldn't want him to be on Dead by Daylight because I hate fucking Dead by Daylight. 
But, <laughs> you know, I feel like they'll just use them, throw them out there. It'll be a DLC skin. It'll look amazing. It'll function like shit. And it'll come and go and people will be over it. I would love for a company like Gun to get their hands on the, the licensing to do an Art the Clown video game. Like, that would be fucking crazy. Yeah. There's... I, I feel like I've talked about this before, like with multiplayer serial killer games, but I'm going to talk about it again. There's a game called Naughty Bear, where you play as the one <laughs> serial killer teddy bear in an island full of like sentient teddy bears. And I, <laughs> I that's the kind of Art the Clown game that I would want to see, because it's like uh, all the mechanics of it just work so well, where it's like you get points for laying traps. You get points for propping up the bodies weird. <laughs> like you get like different, you get a yes. variety bonus for using all the weapons in a landscape. And it's like, that's, that's the kind of like terrifier game that I want to play. Yeah. Is this a real game or just a fever dream you had when you no, were it's a yeah. real game and <laughs> it's absolutely it absurd. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. And my, I, as a single player, cause I, there's a co-op situation. Um, where you can like you can get other people to play in and you you can hunt them or you can you know team up against bots but the single player mode like you have different levels with different challenges where you have to score like enough points or you have to drive enough people there's a mechanic where you, like if you scare a teddy bear enough it will commit suicide oh my <laughs> it's god like, it's dark it's a really dark wow. game wow um, i'm looking this up right now and it's i love it it's absolutely ridiculous it's one of the craziest things i've ever played and i whenever i get excited about like a horror game that's kind of what comes to mind i don't think there's a killer out there that it would work better for though than art because yeah. he does have kind of that like gonna use all the weapons <laughs> gonna cause all the trauma like it, you know i'm gonna move the bodies around it it feels like it would be a good anyway i would like that developer to take a crack at a terrifying yeah game. man yeah mm -hmm. anybody like dead by daylight's not gonna do it just art needs room you could do so much why limit him yeah. And a lot of people disagree with me and said mean things to me on Twitter about it. So <laughs> uh, I spent like an hour, I not an hour, but I spent like 40 minutes, I think, reading that thread. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Fighting dude. people. Dude, people were going and then they would get mad at me and stuff. Like this one kid said he was gonna fly to my house. What? <laughs> so god, I oh my god. Know. It was and like I'm just sitting here going, dude, I don't want Art the Clown to be terrified by daylight, man. I don't know. People mean that shit about Dead by Daylight. And uh, that aside, I, I think he would be tremendously underutilized in Dead by Daylight. And, and not for nothing, the only thing I would think would be good about that would be like Dead by Daylight does nice combos where like Sienna would be a survivor. And that would be cool. That'd be you, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but no, man. The Art the Clown, like the kills he could do, you're going to give him one kill. No, I think he would he would thrive in a video game world as well. Is all I'm saying. Oh, I just had one final thing. What's up? Um, back on Naughty Bear for a second. Yeah. Uh, when you get a combo score, there's a like British announcer vo voice that goes like "total defluffication." It's a great game. Highly recommend <laughs> it if you haven't played it. <laughs> Now's right. your chance. All right. So uh, after uh, catching the last half of the interview with David Howard Thornton. <laughs> Uh, or the last part of it, whatever it was that I was there. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say something I never thought I would say, but I'm starting to come around on the gun. <gasps> yes. 
Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his description of Art using the gun in the way that a slasher would use a gun. Yeah. That I'd never really thought about before. I might be coming around on the gun. It's true, man. Yeah. And what's, what's, that's another thing that's irritating me about having meet, met these three people involved in the making of this film that I, I liked very much is that there's a part of me that feels like maybe I'm starting to come around to this movie because I like those people so much. <laughs> so um, mm. I think that what's going to have to happen is I'm going to have to get a little distance from all this and then maybe reevaluate these movies and see how I feel about them. Oh, my God. Cat, there's hope. Yeah. We've done but, it, <laughs> but I, I am coming around the gun. I, I've been thinking about that since he said it, and I'm I'm starting to maybe come around on it a little bit. Wow! Nice. All right, so now I got to start seeing if I can get in touch with people that were prominent Paranormal Activity. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. <laughs> paranormal Activity, uh, Horror Court, I guess. Shutter. Oh. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um. Shutter it had its 101 scariest movie moments concluded over this last week and uh I, the countdown thing that wasn't really a great countdown cuz they kept forgetting to there was not a lot of fanfare for the numbers and uh, no, people kept talking that. about different moments and like it was it was chaotic uh, you gotta have the fun. fanfare for the numbers. That's that's like Countdown Production 101. Yeah, I know. It, it was not a great countdown, but it was an interesting documentary. Like, because they had cool guests to come talk about stuff. I actually learned um, the head, the decapitated head from The Omen, mm -hmm. is actually now owned by Greg Nicotero. Oh, and wow. like, where are you going to learn stuff like that if you don't mm -hmm. watch poorly fanfared countdowns? But... Uh, Paranormal Activity was it. I don't remember exactly where it fell, but it was in like the top 20 and I almost quit watching. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, what? And they're was like, it... she just stands there over him uh... for hours. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but where did the pool cleaner not be in the pool rate? It didn't rate. Really? I, I hate to tell you. <laughs> the most terrifying moment in all of horror cinema did not make their countdown? It fuck did you. not make their countdown. <laughs> did they understand that it was in the pool? And then it was beside the pool. I, I think maybe they missed that part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it... <laughs> <laughs> you guys done or are we going to keep going on for Paranormal activity is uh, good, all right? <laughs> anyway, I I want to have some words with Shudder. <laughs> no. Well, wait until you see what I got for Patreon next week. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. They're about having some words for somebody. Is it? Uh-oh. For Shudder? <laughs> no, it's not for Shudder. Uh-oh. Uh, but, uh... I always feel like I'm about to be in trouble for something. No, 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 no. Okay. No. It's none of us. Oh, thank God. It's a, it's a publication that, that uh, I anticipate some of us will be very upset with. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm looking for I don't so, even know what this is. Yeah. Well, we were, we were going to do it this week, but Kat's birthday, and she insisted we do Sexy Time with Rob. I did not insist <laughs> that. Also, it's not my birthday week. Um, also, I will say, Rob, this might make you feel a little bit more favorably toward the documentary. Uh, it made me want to rewatch Hereditary, because other than the end, like, it, it did bring up some very good points. Hereditary's awesome. Uh, and I, I agree with their moment. Like, they had a moment from Hereditary that was, like, really high up on mm -hmm. the list, and I was like, that was a good moment, though. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. uh, you're mm -hmm. correct. <laughs> yeah, Hereditary's uh, 90 minutes, a good moment. All right. Uh, I'll agree with that. <laughs> I don't know how long the movie is. So. It's like two hours, but uh, I think 90 minutes of good moments <laughs> is correct. Like, Hereditary's two hours of good moments, then. Whatever it is, I don't know. 
we have a good amount of stuff coming up and and not immediate although some of it in the fair uh fair immediate future but we have some interesting guests that we're going to be having on soon we also have some hot takes like maybe more internal battles that we need to get out we have the hereditary thing Mm -hmm. that we've been teasing for a while eventually we'll get to hereditary we're gonna have to do paranormal activity which has been a very Mm. you know argued topic on the show and i think we have to do that we have to do it and we have (laughs) cabin in the woods that me and cat have to fist fight over oh yeah i'm I'm here for that (laughs) yeah that's gonna be a battle so we got all that stuff uh we will be having james jude courtney on in the near future well that's gonna happen huh yeah 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 i don't doubt him yeah um i do have to text him i forget who i'm supposed to text him (laughs) sorry james all right uh so i got michael myers of halloween 2018 kills and ends Mm -hmm. um also randy greenback from the killer clowns game oh yeah and um probably in a little bit more of the distance future um someone from texas chainsaw gun media you know so we have a lot of stuff coming up along the ladder Mm -hmm. cat that cabin in the woods episode though um i have it yeah we're going to talk about Kevin. This has been like a day one thing. And we just, neither one of us want to ruin our friendship. I, that's true. Also, Cabin in the Woods, I don't want to, I don't want to preemptively say this. It might have been dethroned as my favorite movie of all time this year. By Halloween ends. By, oh, by wow. Halloween ends. Yeah. X did that well for you, huh? X is so good. Okay. I love X. And also, Barbarian just like shot way up to the top of my list for 2020. I watched that like, thing like I, three times since it hit streaming. I it's so good. And I was worried because I I'd only seen it the once in theaters, and I thought it was fantastic. And then I was worried it wouldn't hold up. It you does know, once you know everything that's going to happen, but it still does. It's so good. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. You've got to get on that. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe quit wasting your time. <laughs> watch cheer or die <laughs> you know they're playing dead by daylight and the whole time you're like i hate this game dude and i play it i play it 13 hours a day you don't understand though i i don't play it that much. i would be hanging from a ceiling fan <laughs> if i played it anywhere near that much dude honestly though that's me playing the game i do nothing <laughs> but fucking bitch and moan playing but that i game. don't understand why you do it video games are supposed to bring joy why do you do that because right now it- i'm doing it i need the ghost face stuff that they're like it's a tome thing a battle pass you have to play to earn it i need the ghost face stuff. Uh, i don't know what any of those words mean <laughs> usually i do it to get rank i get to rank one and then i'm i don't really care but i need ghost face stuff all right there are games that do that though. Like I used to have a pretty serious World of Warcraft addiction and I didn't like it. I never liked it. There was never a oh, point God. in my life where I was like I like World of Warcraft, but I it releases endorphins like when hmm. you do well. Like they're good yeah. enough at just like laying breadcrumbs for you where it's oh, like yeah. I just have to do this one more thing and then I can quit. Yeah. And it was like the day I quit that, I was like, I was so proud of myself. It was uh, like, never again. Cat is right, though. Yeah, it that. But they get... trick you. They hold you hostage. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, if you do just like this one more task, you get a new skin or you get a rank or you get like a little uh, trophy to put by your name because, you, you know, you did the thing. You're top of the leaderboards. <laughs> and it's like they really just they keep roping you in with stuff. 
They I do, don't know man. what you guys are doing. Because if I get a game and I don't like it, I immediately just stop playing it. I'm like, fuck it. That's why I like single player games. Because like you have the option to just like it's it's not going to you've already paid the money. They don't get money if you keep playing like you can just stop. <laughs> I like the challenge of of the but God, the, cat's right. That feeling you get when you do do well. Oh, my Like when I loop the fuck out of a killer and I can escape and teabag them on the way out. Like that's the feeling. That's the feeling. You carry the whole match. You do your thing and you get out and you win and you feel like you're the shit. But then yeah. there's the matches where you get fucked royally in the ass and you are on a hook and just cursing at the world. And <laughs> oh, God, man. Uh, I played one match before I had a little bit of time before the interview and I played one match and I got so fucking aggravated. I didn't even want to look at it. I was just disgusted. And so um, I forget what. Oh, yeah. No. So. What were, we, what were we talking about that led back to Dead by Daylight? I don't know. Who I don't knows? Know. It, it's, I feel like we Aren't always end up back at Dead by oh, Daylight. No. Rob made fun of me for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is me, though. I curse at it while I'm playing. Don't know why. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff coming up. I would love to speak to a, a developer from that game. That would be a fight. <laughs> um, I think we did Halloween Justice, though, guys. I think we did. This is a good Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. We did uh, so we can ride off into the sunset for the week. And it's always uh, a good Halloween when you get to hear from me. Huh? I don't even know what to say to you right now. <laughs> uh, you've aggravated me today. What did I do? You were late. Then you asked the ask question immediately. Like as soon as you walked in the door, that's the only question people have had about this movie. Was it a stunt? That is not the only question people have had about this movie. All right, fine. Maybe it's not the only question, but it's the number one question people have been asking. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anyone bring it up but you. Mm -hmm. The first time we taught we got our thoughts out on this episode, nobody even remembered it to bring it up. But here you are. Uh follow the show at Slasher Radio on Twitter, guys. Uh a lot of this came together. We kind of talked about it last week. A lot of it came together kind of last minute so you found out on twitter first you're not keeping up with us on twitter you're missing out uh follow the show at slash radio on twitter uh go to slash radio.com check out all of our articles episodes interviews you can find me at mikey's dead i also made an appearance on on the slab horror show this week i'm not happy about this <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because i don't know what uh, because your last appearance was such a disaster, I have no idea what you've said to these people. You make it like what the fuck I did on this other show. No, we talked about horror. It was a lot of fun. I was a great guest as usual. <sighs> yeah, those guys over there, uh, great time. So go check them out. Make sure you don't forget to do that on the Slab Horror Show. Uh, also, uh, I'm at Mikey's Dead on Twitter. Also, next week, Cat's birthday pick. Are you guys ready to find out? Yeah. What we'll be watching? Kiss meets Phantom of the Park 2. Cat would <laughs> never do that to me. <laughs> yeah, this is uh this is when we, we all get a birthday pick on mm-hmm. the show and it is unvetoable. We mm-hmm. can't say no. And it's uh, it, we, cat could be very mean to us. We don't know. Um on that note, oh, I boy. I had <laughs> I when you guys were picking on me earlier, I did think about choosing mother as my birthday <sighs> pick. Uh, we talked about that. I didn't do nothing. 
Uh, I had also thought before you guys were mean to me, my initial idea for a birthday pick, I was going to have us watch snakes on a plane. And then Mm -hmm. I remembered that Mikey hates fun. So I'm going to get picked on for snakes on a plane anyway. Uh, (laughs) So my final, you're going to call it a shark movie, which I don't think is fair. Um, So you guys don't get the good or the bad option. You get the medium end, uh, which is, I'm proud to announce, that next week's movie shall be the 1997 Funny Games. Okay. I talk about this one a lot. I'm excited for you guys to see it. I genuinely don't know if either of you will like it. Total wild card film. Is this the original or the remake? It's the original. Okay. The 97. Um, I almost... Also, interesting note, uh, I almost chose the 2007 Funny Games. Because even though I'm strongly opposed to making people watch remakes before the original, the American remake was kind of the film he wanted to make the first time around, (laughs) Hmm. which in a way made it feel more original in some ways than the 97 one. But it was kind of like a coin toss on which one I actually wanted to see. Uh, And I went with the 97 because it's... Okay. It is the first one. It felt... Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, so I can I can live with checking it out. Yeah. Uh Mikey, it has subtitles. Make sure those are on. It does have, does it? It does have okay. subtitles. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, I haven't seen this yet either. I do appreciate that Kat is genuinely giving us a movie that she thinks we'll like and just wants to talk about and she enjoys, as opposed to me picking Jason Goes to Hell, which I unfortunately was too busy to sit down and watch mm-hmm. myself and you guys had to do it. Mm-hmm. And Rob just being an all-around a-hole and picking Kiss Me to whatever. I picked a movie I thought everyone was going to enjoy. I can't help it if you hate fun. I will quote you from This Horror Life. It did everything you intended it to do. <laughs> yeah, I listen to your shit, buddy. I listen to your shit. Uh, so, yeah, was, we were both extremely spiteful. Look at Kat just, you know, picking something that she genuinely likes. Good for you, Kat. Yeah. This is why I, I don't know how you guys will feel, but I'm I'm hopeful that maybe one of you will like it. I don't know which one of you, which means maybe neither one of you will, but... that's true. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Good times all around. What if if this is just the one that we all like? I I would love that. That would make me so happy. (laughs) Highly unlikely, but... I don't think it'll be with a film as divisive as Funny Games, but it would make me happy. (laughs) We'll see. We will see. Okay, so we got Cat's birthday pick, a Patreon pick after that. Who knows after that? We might have some stuff lined up. We will let you know. Uh, and Rob, where they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And you can listen to This Horror Life wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Yes, make sure you do that too. Uh, you still owe me a pull ass, my friend. No, that's not going to happen. We've been over there. <laughs> Cat, what's going on? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R, over on Twitter. You can check out my website, catvalour.com. Uh, you can also check out, I had a short story published today uh, with crowcrosskeys.com. And I was on a podcast this last week also. I was on Ghoulish Gallery talking about the Ohio legend of the Loveland Frogman. So check that out. Oh, Lord. This is a good episode. I, I listened to that. I liked it. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I was, I've never even heard of that, the Frogman. What the hell? The Frogman. <laughs> that sounds like some shit you and Rob would like. It's cool. Yeah. He's a wizard. It's yeah. great. He's a wizard frog. It's a real story. 
This is real. Rob makes fun of you for stop wizard frog, and Rob's not making fun of it. What? You're turning He's into a cat. It's a cryptid. I, I, yeah, you, know, you, you have not, to believe in the cryptids. Yeah, I'm not gonna make fun of a cryptid. It'll get you. Know, you. It's I, got some a of those wand. Are, some of those are real, Mike. I've sent you proof of Bigfoot. I sent you more proof, like earlier this week or last week or something. You have no problem making fun of an Italian, but God forbid a cryptid. No. <laughs> we would celebrate cryptid heritage also Absolutely. if any cryptids want to come on. Yeah, yeah. If the frog man of Loveland, Ohio wants to come on the show, we'll celebrate his heritage. <laughs> we will catch you guys next week. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Good night from Slasher Radio. You too are ridiculous. I'm going to take a nap. Oh! All the best of Slasher Radio podcast. Let's <laughs> go.